Are you considering starting your own business or turning a hobby into a side hustle? Well, if you think it's hard, so too is the 9 to 5 life. That's what my next guest, Kayla St. Don, shared in our fun and fast-paced conversation around how she channeled her passion and purpose into her business. Branded Balanced by Kayla, her business centers around BIE, which stands for Bio energetic intolerance elimination. In a nutshell, it's a natural non-invasive method that helps a person's body identify stressors that are causing symptoms. The main goal is to bring your body back to balance without the use of needles or drugs. In this episode, Kayla will emphasize the need to check your ego at the door, surround yourself with like-minded people, and ultimately tap into your inner calling in creative and courageous fashion. Enjoy the episode, subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Amazon, Apple, and Google, and follow us on IG or online at drivingambition.life. Drop the beat always. When the history of our times is written, it must record as supremely significant the physical, psychic, and social changes women have undergone. Kayla, this has been a long time coming. Welcome to the Driving Ambition podcast, finally. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so pumped to be here. <laughs> it'll be a, a ton of fun. We've known each other for over six years, believe it or not. Wow. And we've, right, we've, <laughs> we've become super close friends. And so I'm super excited for this conversation to even just be recorded and for others to hear your story, learn from you, be inspired. And you are someone who I trusted for so long and I don't know if there would be a DA podcast if not for our early COVID-19 pandemic catch-up sessions. <laughs> so um, I really appreciate how much you've inspired me. We'll get to your story. We'll uh, give the listeners an opportunity to learn more about you. And let's probably start there. Who is Kayla Saint-Ange? Thank you so much, Adrian. Oh, my God. Um, so thanks for having me on here, and, and uh, hello to everyone who's listening. Um, so I am a few things. Um, I am a registered holistic nutritionist, sort of by trade, as well as a bioenergetics practitioner and an online holistic health coach. And uh, that's sort of my, my titles in a nutshell, but uh, I'm sure we'll dive into what all those things mean in more detail. Love it. Love it. And you can add boss lady to that as well. (laughs) We are recording at a very interesting time and interesting. I want to put in air quotes, especially now in the US, there is high unemployment. And in Canada in April, US unemployment hit 14% and is now at 8%. And that was as of August in Canada. Conversely, it was at 10%. Uh, and, you know, there's been a lot of conversation around, you know, who and what your identity is, your level of employment or underemployment or unemployment. And a lot of people have been thinking to themselves or talking to loved ones and friends in terms of being their own boss. And what I mean by that is going from an employee to self-employed or starting their own business And a lot of people are thinking about that. And so, you know, I want to kind of get into your story and your business. Um, Share with the listeners a little bit with regards to how you started off as 
you know, someone who was in really in insurance transition into talent acquisition. That's when we met six plus years ago. And you then went on to a couple of other employers and then would love to kind of dig into how you then started to believe in yourself and how and where the idea of being self-employed started. Yeah, man, when you put it that way, I'm like, wow, the journey, man, the journey. (laughs) Um, And it never stops. So yeah, I I did. I started off in insurance. Um, My background is HR. I went to school for HR, but I got a job early on when I was going to school at the University of Guelph and got a job at the cooperator. So I started off in insurance. And then from there, you know, you try to work up the corporate ladder. I had these dreams. I always loved people and I love the idea of business. So I thought, oh, HR must be like that perfect sweet spot for me. So that's how I got into HR. And, you know, I always just had like these ambitions of wanting to work my way up, be this like VP of HR, working for this amazing company. Cooperators really aligned with my values. So I really liked and stayed in with that company after I graduated. Um, and, you know, kept working, worked my way finally into an HR or uh, recruitment position. And I really loved it. I loved the people. I loved helping people, loved helping people find jobs and making that connection. Like it was just such a fun um, an exciting role. And I felt like it brought out the best in my extroverted qualities and just love for being around people. Um, but when I was 24 years old, 2011, um, I fell severely ill with a, um, autoimmune disease called ulcerative colitis and it landed me in the hospital for a month. And, um, I remember that month it, it really changed my entire life. Um, I, at the time, like got back into, you know, more of like my, like my spiritual side. Um, I had a friend give me a book that kind of helped me dive back into that. Mm -hmm. Um, I started researching about diet and nutrition after all, you know, having a bowel disease will, you know, pause for, um, for question to say, well, what is affecting my gut? What's happening in my bowels? And so, people were starting to come out and share stories about family who've been sick and, you know, different modalities that they had tried. So it really helped spark this, you know, um, feeling of what else is out there for me besides medicine or what the doctors are kind of um, telling me. Cause at the time they were just like, listen, Kayla, you have two options. You either go on this severe medication or we do surgery and remove your bowels. Like what, what is your option here? And I had this like inner feeling and my mom will, um, we'll kind of say, you know, she said to me at the time, she's like, I don't know how you pulled through that month. Like we were all so scared for you, but you just kept going. Like you just knew that something else was better was going to happen for you. And I did, there was just like this inner knowing that I followed and, um, I ended up going on a medication to get me out of the hospital at the end eventually, but it was more so the journey during those 30 days that helped get me to that point, um, where I reconnected back with my soul, my spirit, my, myself. I did a lot of meditation, a lot of journaling, a lot of reading, Um, and you know, when I left that day and came home, like I was forever changed. Um, I really started to question like my purpose in life, you know, did I still want to be this Kayla HR person working my my way up the corporate ladder, helping people land jobs or, um, pursue that part of their career? Or was there something else that was, um, inside me that had now been ignited that I had to kind of follow through on? So, um, 
you know, I had actually followed a diet very strictly for two years straight, like no sugar, no preservatives, no additives. I knew every single restaurant that I could eat out at. And if I could have their chicken or their salmon, because some of these restaurants actually inject like soy or different additives. So I knew like moxies, I could have this or this restaurant, I could have that. Um, I got very good at this, this way of eating with hopes of actually being able to get off medication finally um, and reverse this disease. And in that time, you know, I had met with different practitioners like naturopathic doctors, worked with acupuncturists. Um, I was, you know, embarking on this whole holistic journey. And at the end of that journey, um, or I should say like what happened two years later of being on this diet, I had a colleague at the time say, oh, you got to see this woman. She does bioenergetics and she helped my daughter reverse her dairy intolerance. And I was like, what mm. reverse a dairy intolerance like i have anaphylaxis to shellfish so i really understand allergies from that perspective and i'm just thinking how can someone go from you know being intolerant to dairy breaking out into hives to actually eating it again and so um i went to see this woman i was like all right what do i have to lose and this woman you know showed me through muscle testing all the different food intolerances that i had and these were foods that were healthy for me, like almond flour and honey and certain fruits and vegetables and, and meats that I was eating um, that were causing inflammation and reactions in my body. And so I was just, I was fascinated, A, by this modality, but B, the results that I was getting. Hmm. And so I started to send, you know, family and friends to see this woman and they were also getting results. And that's when I realized, I'm like, I think I, I want to do what this woman does. Like I was... A, just so like in awe of this modality and what it could do, but B, like why did it take me two years to find this woman? Like there, it shouldn't be this hard. People should be able to come across these modalities much easier and know that there are options out there for them to help alleviate this pain, this suffering, or help them along their journeys. And so, um, you know, I asked her, like, how do I do what you do? And she's like, well, you need to have like a certification in something. You either have to be an ND or a chiropractor or, you know, she's like, I went back to school and studied nutrition. And I was like, okay, I love to cook. Because over the last two years, I had really been in the kitchen trying to recreate all these different recipes that I no longer could just buy off the shelves to make at home. So I was really into food um, during that time. So I was like, this seems like the right next step for me. And, you know, because I was really young, I had recently... Um, you know, left a relationship and I had a house and a car. So I was like, you know, leaving my job to pursue school was just not an option for me. Like I have too much responsibility. And I was also on a medication that costs thousands of dollars a month. I also needed the, um, the care from like the, the insurance provider that I got through work. So I decided to enroll online and study nutrition online. And so like I get home from work and like every night I would be studying in my bedroom at my desk, learning about nutrition and trying to get this school under wrap. And that's really what kind of how things, you know, progressed into that um, area for me. And, you know, it took me a while to actually finish school because of work. I moved from Guelph to Toronto um, where I met Adrian and we connected and, you know, life in Toronto, it's, it's fast, right? Like um, it's a whole new ball game. I had left the cooperators and joined a new company at the time and my life became my work. Mm -hmm. And so school kind of took a backseat at the time to ramp up with, you know, with the role that I was in. Um, but I always knew in my gut and in my soul that my mission, my purpose in life was to help people heal on their, on their journeys. Um, so that was, that was where, you know, a lot of my motivation was grounded and rooted in and what kept me strong all throughout those years. And finally I ended up, um, 
2017, leaving sort of corporate and pursuing my job um, 100%. But I had been doing sort of the, high, the, the side hustle for a few years before doing that formally. Unbelievable. I actually didn't know some of the details that you just shared. And to validate that, I recall us being in a limo from the airport. We had just gotten back from Anaheim in 14, I think. And you were talking about doing this certification. And I think we were just like super tired from the long trip. But I'll never forget that conversation that we had in the limo where we were literally talking about, you know, what's next what's next for you, what's next for me, you know, how we're looking at the future. And you've always been a go-getter. And then to kind of hear how much you had to kind of pull together inwardly and then express yourself outwardly and exert energy towards not just getting yourself right, but then the so-and-so like epiphany for you to then see, oh, shoot, this is like a compelling event unbelievable and as we do more of these podcast episodes it's interesting to just kind of earmark those compelling events those people that come into your life and you know certainly we'll get into kind of the that aspect and that could probably be its own episode really but I wanted to get a sense from you in terms of that so what was going through your mind in terms of so many questions I have but in terms of side hustling and then going from that being like a hobby to a side hustle to, Hey, I'm going to do this full time. Like what was going through your mind? At what point were you like, okay, this is an inflection point. It's time for me to kind of step on the gas here and do this, you know, full time and dedicate all of my energy. Can you kind of talk through that? Oh, totally. And I can remember this like clear as day, actually. So um, hopefully I didn't mess up the, the dates, but just to be clear. So I finished my nutrition in 2017 in September, which which prepared me for October in 2017, which is when I got my bioenergetic certification. And they only run that certification a few times a year. So I really was trying to be planful of like when I could start this. So in 2017, that's when I really started to like take on clients. Um, So I was seeing clients um, from home um, in Waterloo doing BIE. And um, I was just slowly starting to build that that business up, you know, and because I worked during the day, I was seeing clients evenings and weekends um, in order to accommodate. And really it worked for a lot of people because guess what? People worked during the day and were available evenings and weekends. So that was great for me. I was like, this is perfect. I'm going to keep seeing clients. Um, and then, you know, over the summer of 2017, uh, one of my friends started, you know, to coach and do business coaching. Mm. And I was like, Rach, I need your help. Like, I feel like I need some help with guidance, direction. Like you went from, you know, doing a blog and like being successful and going all in. And like, this is my goal. I want to eventually go full time on this, but I need help. Like I need someone to help me hold this vision and help me do this because I don't come from a family of entrepreneurs. And so I just don't have anyone in my corner that really can see where I want to go without the doubt and the fear and all that kind of stuff. So her and I started working together and, um, you know, she came up with this idea of like, Oh, like, cause I live in Toronto at the time and all of my network was in Toronto. She's like, we got to get you to Toronto. Like, I know it's not ideal for you long-term, but like, this is where your network is and this is where you can really expand and grow. And she was right. So, um, 
my acupuncturist at the time, Anne, she um, had a very cute um, um, studio in downtown Toronto. And I knew she practiced, you know, certain days a week and, you know, had the studio open other days. Um, and so, you know, Rach had suggested, she's like, why don't you go and see if Anne will let you practice out of her space? I'm like, that's a brilliant idea. Because I was just trying to think of like, that's like that first block. Where am I going to practice out of? I can't, you know, rent a space, you know, on my own seven days a week and afford that. I'm just starting off. Um, but like, where can I go that like, I feel comfortable, etc. So I was so lucky that Anne allowed me to use her space on Sundays and Sundays became my day because Anne had practiced, um, on Saturdays and a few days during the week. So Sundays were open. Mm-hmm. So there I was, I put out a call on Instagram being like, Hey guys, balance by Kayla, BIE's opening up on Sundays. Who wants in? I've got, you know, the first 10 spots available. And like the DM started flooding in. I was like literally so shocked. I'm like, Rach, what is happening? Um, and so people were starting to like reach out. They were interested. I started to get booked up and literally I was booked like every Sunday I was going into Toronto and it was amazing. Like I was really, really picking up and my business was, was thriving. And, you know, as I began to get to network more in Waterloo, I started to pick up um, more clients in Waterloo as well. So it came to a point, you know, fast forward a year and a half later into 2019, where like literally my, all of my evenings and weekends were full other than really having this, this time with like my family on like the Saturday, some Saturdays, some Saturdays still ended up taking clients. I I really didn't have a life or anything else. And I could feel the burnout coming. Mm. I had been down this road before of like severe adrenal fatigue and I could feel it coming in as much as my business gave me life. Like I love waking up early at 5am to get on the road to like be in Toronto for that first appointment. Um, I was so excited, but I just knew like internally my, my body was starting to tell me like Kayla, like the burnout's coming. And so, um, I could, I could honestly feel that it was coming soon. And then my body actually, I did end up getting sick and had to be off work for a little while. Um, because, um, well, a, I was just on a different trajectory with my health. I was trying to go off medication that I was on. Um, mm-hmm. cause I'm just a crazy person like that, you know, go against <laughs> what all the doctors say and be like, no, I'm going to do it my way. Um, that's a whole other story, but, um, you know, for anyone who's on like biologics or, or medication f- sort of for life with a chronic illness, like you want to, and especially someone like me who believes the body can heal. Yeah. You have that in your mind. So I had, I was always balancing the, these two things of build the empire, build the business, heal the body and, you know, be this, um, human who can, you know, showcase what the body can do. And also just, at my core, I always believe that the body can heal. So that's just like my mission. So I've always was kind of balancing these two things and they're huge pillars to balance. Um, cause we're not just dealing with, you know, this like minor, you know, disease that kind of rears its head every once in a while. This is like, no, it's a, it's, I was diagnosed with a very, very severe chronic, um, illness. Some people have lighter, um, diagnosis of this disease where it's much, much more mild, 
mine was severe and she shows up severe sometimes. So at, at that time it did. And so I had to go off work. Um, but you know, during that time, like a lot had came to me. I, I realized I'm like, you know what, like if I get a shot at living this life, I want it to be for me and I want to do me. And I'm, and I, and around that time that I got sick, that's when the burnout was really happening a lot as well. So it was almost just like that perfect storm where I'd gone off meds plus like the stress. And I just had to make that, that call of like, I need to go all in. I had that conversation with my husband and I remember just saying, listen, like, this is what I've been preparing for and working towards. And it's now or never like, you know, I'm 30, whatever years old, 32 at the time, I think maybe. And I was like, I need to, I need to do this for me. Like, this is it. Like what else am I working towards? And so, and that's when I decided to go all in. I'm like, it's, it's now or never. So, um, you know, and, and it was also the scariest because my health was at its worst. Like I wasn't, I couldn't really rely on myself to kind of show up and be there for my clients necessarily. I had definitely gotten better and things were on the, you know, right trajectory, but there's no guarantees, right? Like if you're an entrepreneur and your health goes, goes down the drain, there's no like paid sick days, right? You are your business. But I, again, I had this deep inner knowing and it's hard to describe. It's like, if someone were to say, well, like, do you know you're going to win the lottery tomorrow? And it's like, no. But if you have this like inner knowing where you're like, but I have to take a chance and buy that ticket. That's what, that was the feeling that I had. I had to, I had to just keep pushing forward. And I just kept relying on that, on that feeling, on that intuitive um, gut feeling that I had. And so he was just like, all right, like, let's do it. I still think at the time was like still hesitant, but he could see that this was definitely like, a battle he wasn't going to win either way. So he was like, mm. all right, like, let's like, let's move forward and see what happens. He kind of said, you know, let's try this for a year and we'll see what happens. And so that's when, um, you know, I, I was able to actually pull more time into doing my business. And funny enough, I ended up actually opening up a wellness studio in Toronto because my dear friend Anne ended up actually opening up her own new acupuncture um, studio, much bigger space, which is amazing. Um, and so it left us or me that um, opportunity to take over her space. And I opened up a wellness studio with um, two other girls. And that in and of itself was just a whole other a whole other journey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was great to, it was great to pop by that one time when I visited from New York, hell of a story. And I love how you characterized it in terms of, what was it building the empire and then something around the body? What was it? Yeah. Like you're just building this empire of a business, right? You want to be this like change maker and leader for people of health to say, listen, if you're dealing with a chronic illness, like let me be this North star for you to help you hold the vision that like life can be you know, better than what maybe doctors are telling you because doctors really, oh man, they crush dreams, right? Like they really, they say things that they don't really actually know the truth of and they deal with their own toolbox, right? I, that's kind of how I explain it. They, they have a toolkit and they've got certain tools in that box and they only can work within there, you know, from legal reasons. So I get it. They really can't step outside that box. Um, but unfortunately people will take that word as the Bible and say, that's it. Like I, I literally, and maybe I should use a different uh, term, but like they literally take that as written in stone, cannot be changed. This is my diagnosis. Therefore, this is my life. And they stop looking beyond that. They don't realize that maybe there is something else out there for me, whether it's lifestyle, diet, supplements, a different modality that could actually help bring healing into my body versus this being my, my new quality of life. Amazing. You should write a book, Kayla, like that. I know of, of your many pursuits that should be on the list. 
<laughs> what advice do you have for people who are considering a transition from full-time to self-employed? I think the first thing is you need to surround yourself with people who have the same ideas and visions as you um, because it becomes very contagious. So if I think back to my own journey, you know, my friend Rachel who had went from a food blog into, into then starting to do business coaching, um, a lot of my other friends in the Toronto area also had their own businesses. Um, like I had my girlfriend Becca who I opened up um, the studio with. She also transitioned from a nine to five into owning her own business, doing, you know, um, food photography and recipe development. And she was just, she was kind of this like serial entrepreneur. And the more I began to expand um, my community and my space and begin to follow people on Instagram and connect with people who had their own businesses, um, it kind of opened my eyes to what possibilities were out there for me because you know, I just, I knew that there was more to this nine to five, um, sort of rat race. And I'm like, how are other people doing this? Like, how are they making their own incomes? It definitely was daunting where it was like, okay, at the time I was making maybe like, you know, between 60 and $70,000 a year. And I'm like, how will I actually earn that income? Like, how will I make the monthly, you know, payments to myself as a business? But somehow other people were doing it. So I thought, okay, if they're doing it, it, it has to be possible. Like they're my age, they're making it work. There has to be a possibility. So I'd say number one is surround yourself with people who have what you want and are doing it successfully. Um, the other piece is like dive into podcasts, dive into books and start doing your own learning. Like take the initiative to actually start learning on your own. Because the thing is, is that if you go and you talk to friends and family, they haven't been down those roads. So unfortunately they don't have that experience, right. To give you, it's like, if you were to ask someone, Hey, like, what's it like going to like, you know, college or university and this person never went to post-education, they're not going to have the, the experience, the lived experience to give you that advice. However, they could say, Hey, listen, I went to work right after school and here's how it really accelerated my life, my career. They'll give you that perspective, but they can't give you a post-secondary you know, perspective. They just don't have that lived experience. And so it's not that their, their experience or perspectives are wrong, but it's only one, you know, one perspective from where they stand. And so if you start to talk to other people who have businesses, who have, who are, in the place that you want to be, they're going to have a whole different story for you. Um, the other thing is that I think when I think back to that person who was like, I want to start a business and I want to go out on my own, but I'm scared is that people will tell you like starting your own business is so hard. It's really hard, but like, man, guess what? So was working a nine to five, like nine to five is so hard. You have to deal with office, office politics. You have to take your amazing ideas and like covet them sometimes because someone else might take them or they this might not be respected and, and shut down. Like you're, there's a lot of internal battles that you have to face when you work in a corporate environment. You're working with people every single day. Your energy is being pulled in 8 million different directions. Like you don't get to always do what you want to do. You have to, you know, uphold the vision of your department, the company, the year, right? Like whatever's being called upon for you. And so it can be very challenging, especially if you're not at a company that you have the same values and visions um, with. And so for a lot of people, they, they are a different person when they're at their job and then they 
kind of shed that skin when they come home. And that is super draining. And so that also is hard work. So, you know, but the difference between the hard work as an entrepreneur and the hard work as a nine to fiver is that as an entrepreneur, you're getting something back because it's fulfilling your soul's purpose, right? So it's actually, the hard work is actually an investment, right? It's like, you know, building a house is hard work, but then when you put up the foundation, the frame, the walls, the roof, what do you have at the end of the day? This gorgeous house to actually live in. Um, versus, you know, sometimes when you put in hard work at a job, you have a paycheck and you have this money, but money doesn't make everybody happy, right? It kind of sugarcoats things, but it's not the true life purpose. And I'm not saying you can't get that at a nine to five. I think a lot of people really love what they do. So there's nothing against that. But for me, um, I think, or for anyone new, just starting out on their journey, it's, you know, don't let that voice in your head of like, oh, starting a hard business is hard work, get you down because let's be honest, hard work is anywhere you look if you are showing up with with your full self coming to work no matter what it is that you're doing jeez this is <laughs> you're bringing us to school <laughs> right now i feel like i'm at if i was at church i'd start clapping and standing unbelievable um <laughs> wow i'm let me collect myself the uh <laughs> god <sighs> so many so many questions kind of in and around that what would you say would like what would you say the biggest challenges or sacrifices would be that you've had to make? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, there's a lot. I think you know one of them just being checking your own ego at the door because you are gonna get a ton of doubting thoughts and ideas and like a million things will come flooding in of like why it's not gonna work. Right. Um, and I think because when you're starting your own business, um, there's no five year strategy roadmap, right? You don't even have the foundation to know what you're basing past years off of. There are no past years. Right. And so, um, you know, that's like definitely one of the biggest, um, one of the biggest is really like checking your own ego at the door. Um, and I don't know if like, if you can even relate when you just started off on this, on this journey too, Adrian, like doing your podcast, like you, you, you kind of become your own biggest challenge, to be honest, because all the possibilities are out there for you. You can really manifest and attract and do whatever it is that you want. Um, so long as you keep checking that inner voice that potentially is telling you things that really are not true. Um, I think that is really like the greatest thing you really, you can drive your own ambition and you can be your own greatest roadblock. Um, and, and in terms of like other sacrifices, I mean, you know, a lot of the times, like it is like you, you do have to put a lot of time into your business. And I will say like any kind of journey, you know, there are bumps and hills and valleys along the way. Um, especially in the early stages, like all you want to do is throw your life into this business. Like you just want to work on a day and night because it's like, it's like you get that fun project at work. Like think of that one project where your boss was like, all right, I want you to do X. And you were just like, so over the moon, like excited about it. You couldn't cut the way to get into work the next day and like get started on it. You know, during meetings, you're like secretly working on it. Like you just want to do it all the, all the time. That's kind of like your business. Right. And so, mm -hmm. um, naturally, you know, other things get pushed aside, like time with family and friends, 
could be like your health, like maybe like your workout routine gets pushed aside because again, you just want to, you know, put your energy into your business and you don't really have like the energy anymore to do that. Um, so I think those kind of sacrifices kind of just end up happening along the way. But, um, one of the best things I ever learned was hiring a coach, um, mm. to help hold that space for you. So that way you can get systems in place to be better at blocking out time for self-care time for mindset work, time for your family and friends, because the thing is with a business, the to-do the, the, like to do list actually never ends. It literally is always there and it keeps growing as it should because the ideas just keep pouring in because you just want to, oh, what about this and this and that? So, um, so yeah, I think those kind of can be the um, like biggest things to watch out for from that perspective. Yeah, for sure. And something that you call out a few times is in and around your purpose. And when you just said checking your own ego, I I noticed that as well. Like you operate with such humility and confidence. And one of the things that I wanted to kind of call back that you made mention of earlier in this conversation was around purpose. And what I love and I think the reason why you and I connect so well is because we are so purpose driven and something that I learned as well through this podcast experience and something that you're communicating right now is it's not about us. It's not about us. It's about the, the purpose, the reason why we're doing this, who we're doing it for, how it's benefiting them. And, you know, I, I get a lot of people who, um, you know, kind of share uh, that, uh, in and around my network as well. And, and you are a part of that network. I wanted to touch on network. And you also said, you know, in terms of advice to surround yourself with like-minded people and the fact that you find them contagious, just off the top, what do you think the key or common qualities are of the people that you choose to surround yourself with, whether it be loved ones, friends, family? Hmm. Um, I love that. I feel like we definitely hold a lot of the same values. So like, you know, really values driven in terms of like what you believe in your belief systems, your values, like we kind of have the same core beliefs. Um, we might not all have the same, you know, viewpoints on every single topic that exists, but we definitely have the same values um, and beliefs. There's definitely a level of di- like discipline, like self-discipline in terms of like, um, how they operate, um, a level of accountability and like self-respect, right? When you care for yourself and you have your own self-respect, you automatically show up and have respect for other people's time, their space, their thoughts, ideas. Um, and it's funny cause I have like different pockets of friends and, um, and I think that what continues to draw people into me like close friends, like, you know, as a, as an adult, because I think what can be challenging for people listening, especially is that, you know, you have this group of core friends that maybe you've had since high school, university, but you know, somewhere along the way you might've been introduced to something new, whether it's like, you know, um, getting into like meditation or yoga or health and wellness or crystals or some of that woo stuff that maybe your family and friends are kind of like, not really feeling um is like you know buy that like 
$200 course and, and, and meet other women in that program. Like, like there are people your age around you that like the same things that you like. And the more that you start to be open about, about like about that stuff and just share it, you will start to attract those people. Um, and you can be that, that, small change maker with your friends. Like, you know, maybe the next time you guys are sitting around having a glass of wine, be like, Hey guys, like I found this really cool new X and like bring it, you know, whether it's like some crystals or bring each one of your friends a crystals or give that in the, in your gift, like next time they have a birthday or whatever, like start to introduce these different things into your life. But, um, I, I really think that, you know, having like the same like core beliefs and the, the, the discipline, the self-respect, um, the daily practices, like we all kind of have our daily practices, whether it's like a morning routine, evening routine, things that we adhere to, um, like we're all really, very similar. Um, and I'm so pumped because like we actually start now, like my group of girls, like we've started to do like this, like weekend getaway where like we each are kind of healers in, in our own special way. And so we get together with, for these like self healing, like wellness retreats where each person brings their own modality and gets to, you know, heal each other in some shape uh, or form. And it's like, that's where things are at now at 33. Like, you know, I used to be that club girl, you know, like every single weekend, like, but now I can be the girl that stays awake till two, 3am, like talking about mantras and affirmations and, and crystals and energy healing and things like that. And I don't need, you know, that anymore. Right. Cause I've kind of found my crew and I feel, um, like we all vibrate at the same frequency mm, and we've talked yeah. about that, right? Like we vibe, we're a vibe. We're the same frequency. Yeah, for sure. Amen to that. Let's get into your practice. And I want to kind of dig a little bit deeper in on that. What exactly is BIE? So BIE stands for bioenergetics intolerance elimination. So it's a bit of a, a mouthful, but really First, I want to paint a, paint a picture for you before I get into explaining BIE. Um, I want you to first imagine that everything in this universe has its own unique vibrational frequency to it, okay? So the air you breathe, the grass outside, the food you eat for lunch, everything has its own unique vibrational frequency. Kind of like when you speak and you kind of record yourself on an app and you can see the um, vocal cords, like the, the vibrations going up and down, um, depending on the pitch of your tone, it shows like the vibration of your voice. So imagine everything vibrating at a certain frequency. And so our bodies, we are all made up of energy. We are energetic beings and everything that we, you know, like, whether we touch, see, smell, whatever, interact with or hear, our bodies are picking up, picking up on those vibrations. And when we become sick, dehydrated, overexposed to something, um, or stressed, and now because like we are so exposed to EMFs, it basically changes the state of our cells and our body's ability to interpret those other frequencies. So things kind of get scrambled in the body if that makes sense. And so then as a result, if the body is then re-exposed to something and it doesn't understand that frequency, it produces some, some kind of symptom. And so as a result of that symptom, you might feel like gas or bloating or get a headache or feel moody, right? And you're mm -hmm. just like, oh, like why, why am I having this reaction? Well, it's because your body is actually not able to understand that frequency. So it's rejecting it and producing some kind of symptom. So in my practice for BIE, what I help clients do is A, uncover what their intolerances are, 
um, to any given kind of stressor. We do muscle testing to do this, or it's also called applied kinesiology. They do teach applied kinesiology at certain schools, certain kinesiology classes. Um, and the um, premise of that is basically if you hold an item up to your muscle, whether it's your shoulder or your arm, and test the strength of that muscle when that object is placed up next to it, if you lose energy or becomes weak, you know that the body is actually intolerant or rejecting that frequency because that stressor is causing your body to be weak. But if it stays strong, you know that your body understands it. So we do that in the beginning of a session. We identify different stressors. Stressors can be food. They can be, um, you know, environmental related, like, you know, grass, pollens, weeds. Um, but it can also be things internally, like emotions, like your own hormones. Um, or it can be things like parasites, viruses, or bacteria. So we do a series of muscle testing, first determine what these stressors are, and then the BIE component is actually this little black box, this little machine. And the top of it um, has a metal plate. Whatever you put on top of that plate, it actually will translate that item into a frequency. And then it sends that frequency through these two cords that then get um, attached to or pressed on different acupuncture points of the body. So the body has like meridian points um, or certain meridians that run through our body. It's almost like energy highways, if you were to imagine that. And so similar to acupuncture, we use different points on the body to send the energy signals through to like liver, spleen, large intestine, things like that. And so what's happening is that machine is sending that signal of apples or bananas or grasses and putting it into a, a vibrational form. So your cells are receiving that vibration. So if you're thinking of like someone who's ever done like an actual allergy test where they skin prick you and then you actually see all these like red bumps that come up and you're like, oh man, I'm so itchy. That's like ragweed. Yep. So instead of your body receiving that actual substance, we're actually just sending a frequency um, into your cells to receive it energetically. And what happens to your body is that your body actually becomes acclimatized or normalized to that stressor. So then what we do after that is actually we remuscle test you on that exact same stressor. And what once showed as a weakness now is super strong because the body understands what it is. So this is how we kind of help the body to come back into balance and try to eliminate some of these intolerances or stressors on the body. So that's sort of the premise and, and how I work with BIE. And um, I do this in person um, in my space in Waterloo that I practice at it. Yeah. The, the having done the allergy tests and the ragweed and the grass and the shots. Uh, yeah, we, this is, <laughs> this is going to change our relationship and our conversations for sure. How do people, um, I want to say it this way, how, like, in what ways do people, what motivates them to kind of come to you? What ailments, what challenges are they facing? And then mm -hmm. what are the experiences that they then have going through this journey and process with you? I feel like a lot of people that I, that, that come to me have tried a lot of different options. And this is sort of like their last resort, similar to when I found BIE is that, you know, they've been to their doctor, their test results are fine or, they've been to their doctor and they're not happy with their test results and they don't want to go on medication or they're on medication, but it's not really working that well. Um, or, you know, they've got all these different food intolerances and they don't know how to, you know, manage because it's just become so challenging or they've got seasonal allergies and 
you know, they're so, their life is impacted because, you know, being on these medications, they're drowsy, they're foggy, they don't feel well. Um, or I've got clients who are, you know, challenged with fertility. And so their hormones are imbalanced and they're having difficulty conceiving. Um, so there, there are people who are at a place where they're just like, I've tried a lot of different things and they're just not getting the results they want. And so BIE can be that um, other tool in their toolbox that can actually help them bring their body back into balance and get the results that they, that they want to get. I love it. I love it. And you offer, this is just one kind of pillar of your overall service. What are some of the other services that you offer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, it's kind of interesting. We know um, I only used to do BIE and I, again, that like inner knowing feeling kind of started to knock at my door where I could feel that I, my, my clients needed more support, right? Like they would come to me you know, with a hormone imbalance or anxiety or, you know, um, food intolerances, etc. But I knew that, yes, I could help them reverse these things. I could help them sort of, you know, have their body come back to balance so that it could work and function well on its own. But they were struggling in other areas of their life, right? Their, their work-life balance was out of whack. They didn't have a good mindset or approach to their health. They were you know, challenged with different areas of their life that eventually was going to either cause things to become out of balance again, or new intolerances were going to pop up as a result. And I just, I knew that I couldn't just be this one component of their health while they struggled in these other areas, knowing that I could help them. And so I wasn't sure how to, how to go about it at the time, right? I had just opened up um, our studio in Toronto and BIE was really what I was focusing on. But then um, something happened with that space and we ended up having to leave. We, um, unfortunately had to leave six months into the space, um, just due to an issue with the landlord. Um, and so when we actually closed down, it happened to be in March of 2020 and that's when the pandemic hit. So not only was I at home, but I no longer had BIE as an option to support my clients anymore because there goes the in-person um, connection. And so I was just like, this is, this is the time. This is when I need to show up for my clients. Cause I was getting messages of like, Hey, how can I still work with you? Can you help me? And back when I had started coaching with Rachel, when I first had these ideations of my business, like years ago, um, I had written out this, this program of how I wanted to serve my clients of like this, like, you know, future state where I would want to be. And, you know, every year I'd kind of go back to that document and tinker around a little bit and adjust it or whatever. And I was like, I pulled up that doc and I was like, all right, it's time to build this out. And so I went all in, I started to, you know, tell people who are reaching out like, Hey, I've got this three month coaching program. If you want to work together, this is what we're going to do. And, um, I just began to, I just began to hit play and we, and we, we did it. Um, and I had a few clients that I started working on. And they started to get like amazing results. Like it was incredible. Um, in the first month, we kind of did like our um, nutrition sort of focus where they went through a bit of a reset to heal um, gut, candida, hormones, um, and eliminate a lot of these symptoms that they were challenged with. And then the other two months, we kind of focused on um, these other four pillars that included mindset and self-care, as well as holistic or clean living and energy healing. And 
um, at the end of it, when things reopened, actually this one client was like, Hey, like I feel friggin' amazing, but I still have a few minor things I want to tweak. Like, do you think BIE could help? And I was like, yeah. So then she came to see me for BIE. So it was a really cool thing to see it come first full circle where we did literally all of my services in the course of maybe like four months, five months. And like, just to see her progress from the beginning to where she is now. And it was just astounding. And I was like, this is what I have to do. So, um, I invested pretty big in a coach over the pandemic. Um, I had never spent this kind of money, not only had I not spent that kind of money, I didn't even have that money to spend. I again, had to go all in, had to go to my husband and say, I need this. This is what I have to do. Um, and he's like, okay, like if you feel like this is what it, what it's going to take, like, let's do it. And so I did. And that's where my new program evolved to heal was really born was taking my three month one-on-one coaching program and a 30 day reset that I had also created, um, at the end of 2019 and really pulled it together to create really what I believe in my own experience, what healing truly encompasses, right? Cause I would see people doing these, you know, crash diets or 10 day cleanses and things like that. And yeah, you feel better, but people always fell off track again because they didn't know how to implement it as a lifestyle. And so we also know that like nutrition only gets you so far right? Like, yes, you can be eating all the right things. I see it time and time again, you eat all the right things, but then you look at their lifestyle, like like this happened during BIE where it's like they have like their, like their self-care does not exist. Their mental health is really, really low. They are not living a clean lifestyle, meaning like the products that they're using on their bodies in their homes are further, you know, adding to this state and the symptoms that they're, that they're experiencing. And finally, there is this component of energy healing that we need to tap into. We are energetic beings. It just, it is a fact. And so we are not just our physical bodies. Like we know that like, you know, ever like, like ever walk into like a room, right? You walk into like that boardroom and you know, like just things went to shit and you can (laughs) feel the energy. Like it can cut you like, can cut the air like a knife, right? You're just like, Oh, not going to be good, right? You feel that energy, your gut sinks, your heart starts to race, right? Immediately you're feeling physical symptoms of a state of mind or the energy that's, that, that's around you, right? So we know energy affects our physical being. So if my clients or people that I'm speaking with are not even considering that as a component to their healing, I know they can't get the full transformation that they want if they're only, only focusing on food. So that's where Evolve to Heal came and why I had these six pillars um, of, of health, where we focus on all six elements to get the full transformation, tra- transformation that they actually want and open their eyes and their mind and their bodies into other areas of healing that they never really had thought about to embark on along their journey. They just, you know, only thought, oh, I must, you know, get rid of this bloating because of what I'm eating and not realizing like what's happening in your home life, your work life, your personal life. How are you, you know, taking care of your mind, body, and soul. And could that be also part of the root cause of this bloating that you're experiencing? And so my clients, you know, we work together over a three month period, but they also actually receive a personalized wellness box that has key components and elements to help them along their journey. They have like, you know, like a water bottle and they have a journal and there's a few other things. I won't give everything away because I love it being a bit of a surprise when people receive it, but it is a personalized box that literally has all these different components to get them started on their journey so that they have the tools that they need to be successful. 
You're so sick. You're <laughs> there's uh you know, I, and I know having had our catch up sessions, you know, you having gone through that journey of, and just overall your resilience through the pandemic and, and now you're thriving and it's great to see the program become what it has become. And it's crazy to just even say that in the past tense. So I think, you know, you should 100% be super proud. I'm so inspired by you. What is next for your business? Well, thank you, Adrian. Um, I, you know, as an entrepreneur, the, the ideas never stop and the, um, passion to want to show up to serve, um, your clients never ends. So I am working on sort of revamping, um, something right now to be able to show up and support more women in this community who need help, um, with getting really like the foundational um, support to get the results that they want to start their healing journey. Some people don't even understand like, well, what is a healing journey? Right. And I say that because um, it's not a once and done thing, right? It's not like, Oh, I finished these 30 days and now I just go back to that. Right. It's, it really is a whole, um, a lifestyle change. Right. Um, it's like, you know, and I, and I use this example on, on a post recently about like brushing our teeth, right? It's not like you would show up one day and be like, yeah, I'm going to brush my teeth today, but like probably not tomorrow, right? Or like, yeah, maybe like next week. Like we know at the end of the day, like if you don't brush your teeth all day, like A, like your breath stinks and you have fuzzies all over your teeth, like you were going to get in that bathroom and brush your teeth. But, you know, when it comes to our health and our well-being, we just don't have the practices so deeply ingrained yet right? It hasn't become a part of our lifestyle yet. And so um, what I want to do is continue to show up and serve my clients in a way that will help bring about um, opportunities for them to start to learn how to create these changes as a lifestyle. And so that's kind of what I'm working on right now. Obviously, Evolve to Heal is, you know, a three-month-long um, commitment. Um, I do have a 30-day reset as well, and I'm just trying to um, look at how I can show up to serve clients on a greater scale to help more women and bring about community. Because, again, I think we tied back to this where I think a lot of people are curious about um, holistic health and natural healing and trying new things, but they just don't necessarily know who to go to or where to go to. And they might not have the support in their inner circle that people are having the same vision and values that they have. So I do want to create a space for women that can support one another and they can feel they can show up and ask questions and learn from one another, even if in their own circle outside of that community, um, doesn't necessarily have the same answers or responses to where they're at in their life. So that's kind of what um, Balanced by Kayla is is up to. Mm, super exciting. How can people find you and be inspired and or learn more about Balanced by Kayla? Um, I show up on Instagram. So Balanced by Kayla is where you can find me there. Um, or my website, which is balancedbykayla.com. Currently, it's primarily BIE information. However, the website is um, going to be updated shortly. So, but if you want to find just more information about myself, um, I show up on IG all the time, and that's where we can connect. I love it, and I can speak from personal experience. 
your Instagram stories are 100% authentic. I look to them, follow you for daily inspiration. And I just love how you keep it real and, you know, keep up the energy because then I, you know, that's part of my daily practice as well. Before I let you go, what does the word ambition mean to you, Kayla? Okay. Ambition. So I love the word ambition because it's one of those words that when you hear it, you feel it instantly. Um, And for me, ambition is really tapping into your inner wisdom, your truth, and your calling while having the courage, the strength, the tenacity, and the resilience to pursue your life's purpose. (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing um i'm gonna have to include that in the show notes or a quote that's what we call a download right there we're like (laughs) you hear something and then you just get this channeled message that just like comes out and you're like and i'm just gonna leave that right there yeah yeah leave it leave it and just drop the mic listen (laughs) as a as a friend i am so grateful for how much inspiration and guidance you've given me you've been i don't think people realize as well you should probably add like therapy and therapist as a hobby (laughs) (laughs) hell of a relationship therapist as well but um, this is super rewarding for me uh, if i can speak from a selfish standpoint i'm this has been a long time coming i'm so excited to see what's coming next for you you should be super proud i'm super proud to to be associated with you so Thank you for being on the Driving Ambition podcast. Thank you, Adrian, for having me. It's been a complete and honor gift to be here.